0: Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology, everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com. I am here in the studio with Amy Oztan of SelfishMom.com. Hi. Hi, Amy. And Andrea Smith technology guru extraordinaire hi <laughs> hi. we're all in the studio today it is after memorial did everyone have a good memorial day weekend i
0: did but i have to warn you i'm not responsible for anything i say today because i got about two and a half hours of sleep last night and it wasn't even in one chunk so i don't even know where i oh am oh my god oh, yeah.
1: oh
2: good we might get some good stuff on of amy
1: yeah <laughs> we're <laughs> we're spill everything
2: it. What'd you do, Andrea? Uh, I actually went to visit a friend who lives up on the Hudson River. Oh, that's nice. Kayaking, and uh, no, I think I know that friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun. It, it was uh, it was hot. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. that storm came in and changed everything, and all of a sudden it was a gorgeous, gorgeous day, and uh, it was nice. My son mm-hmm. How about had, you? An, had an. Uh, I'm sorry, that's fine.
1: I do want to hear about yours. <laughs> I, I didn't did, you do? did a lot of camp shopping, which is actually oh, <laughs> part of what we're going to talk about today. So our first topic today is. Um, a study that came out we always love our studies that then get proven wrong um, <laughs> called paying students may raise test scores but the lesson is not over which is a, kind of a twist on the should you pay your kids for grades but we'll touch on that too um, and then our second topic today is what to expect when your kids go to camp the first time and not just sleep camp but day camp I know I sent my kids to day camp when they were five where mm. they like got on a bus and went out of the city Um, And was totally not prepared for No matter what they told us, I wasn't prepared for what, um, not just what they needed during the day, but the condition they were in when they got home. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody prepared me for that. Um, So we'll touch on those two things and then our Bites of the Week. So let's jump on in with paying students may raise test scores, but the lesson is not over. This was... um, I think it was an article by Anya Kmenitz, uh but it was a story on NPR. So mm-hmm. it's like there it was the article based on the radio story on NPR. Which, so we've talked, I don't know if we've ever talked about people who pay for grades, but it's certainly no. a big thing in the parenting world. People oh, who say to their huge. kids, "Yeah, if you get A's, you get I don't know what do you get It's like tooth fairies well, like five dollars an A two dollars a B I, That's <laughs> the a, a thing. red sports car when you're seventeen That's
0: the thing like people <laughs> on Facebook and say What do you pay your kids for their grades Like that like Wait, people like, ask that people ask that and then I'm always the crazy lady in all caps yelling You don't
1: Why the hell would you pay your kids for grades I know So okay So before we talk about the grade part this study which was interesting which was not about Does money work or not work It was about are the tests kind of BS? Yeah. Because you could actually incentivize kids to just do a little better on them, and then they do. Yeah. So they paid either the parent, a tutor, or the kids extra money if they did well. Oh, or yeah. like split between all right. three. Or I, split and between and all three. And reminded them. And reminded a lot. It was a $90 yeah. reward. Um, I will say also... They also offered the kids a tutor for mm-hmm. nine weeks, which uh, to me throws this off a little right. bit, because personal attention from right. a tutor for nine weeks prior to a test is pretty amazing. That ruined the whole thing for me. I want a control group who had no help and was just offered the money. Right, they had a control group that just got nothing.
0: Right. No, I want, <laughs> I want them to give the money. <laughs> right. right, money but,
1: but, the but the no tutor. Tutoring. Right, But it was, so here's this really interesting. So they gave them a probe test with 20 questions, And they were reminded by their tutors, including right before the test, about the $90 reward. The test was given within a week of an official district test that covered the same materials, which no incentives were attached. So that was their control group who got, like, absolutely nothing. And, of course, the students scored substantially better on the test for which they, their tutor, or their parents stood to gain. And it was a large percentage it was a 0.3 to 0.5 standard deviation which is like huge in these kind of tests
0: and wait there's one thing i didn't understand so like even if just the tutor was getting the incentive the kids still did
1: better i think well after nine weeks with the tutor i guess you felt responsible to them like you wanted to show that they did a good job i don't know
0: i don't don't like
1: a cut of what the tutor was getting maybe the maybe the tutor (laughs) said i'll give you 30 bucks of my 90 Um, but it was what was interesting is it had the most consistent impact on the easiest questions mm-hmm. and so what they think is that the kids who were incentivized just took the extra
2: time to double check right. they weren't their careless work. Yeah. they didn't just blow through and say i'm going to be the first one out of here right. that is my daughter
0: all over the place because um, they actually for the first time they took the time limit off of the standardized tests this year in new york and my daughter was the last one to leave every single day and I know this because I would get calls from the school saying that she was absent because she wouldn't make the next class. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, she's she's there. She's just the last one still taking the right. test. And, I, you know, we don't have the scores yet, but she felt like she did so much better getting to, like, check and recheck and recheck. So that yeah. was interesting. rechecking
1: is, is key. And some kids really
2: care about that.
1: Yeah. I think also, like, what my daughters had to learn was checking over your work didn't mean looking back over your answer. It meant doing the problem again and making sure you get the yeah. same answer because they just think like, oh, yeah, I looked over yeah, my work. I filled well, you, it all in. Right, if you made the error. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend of mine whose cousin took the LSAT and skipped one question <gasps> by accident and didn't realize until he no. got to the end and had another bubble strip the entire LSAT. <gasps> and he had to disqualify because he didn't know where he messed oh up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So he got to the end and there was a,
2: an uh, extra, bubble.
1: extra bubble row. And
2: that's where you write every... <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's when you're like, I hate to
1: But so what's interesting is there's – so let's talk about this, about paying for grades. So I've never paid for grades. And the first time – and I was never paid for grades. Um, I had one of my really good friends growing up. I will never forget going to her, her house. It was her poor card day and her mom taking out the wallet and paying her. And I was like, what's going on here? I was like, what I is... wanna live here. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, she was also the house that always had like Doritos and sodas. So the first time I went to her house, I was like, Are you having a party? And she was like, no. And I was like, Why do you Doritos? And no soda?" That's my house. <laughs> so it was so funny. So she was my friend who had everything. Um so I I was shocked and You know, I don't know if part of it was – and she was – let me just say, she was not the type of person who needed to be paid for her grades. Like, she did great. Like, she was – she did fine. Like, it was not – like, she was a slacker. She was – she just did her work. She was always in the top classes. Um, It was something that her family had always done. Like, Hmm. in her – mom, they were paid for grades. And I think – it was just what they d- it was like the tooth fairy it was just what yeah. they did there was this idea that like you achieved therefore you get some money for it but you don't have to be incentivized to lose your teeth like, that just happens. I know, so why are we giving them
0: money? I don't know, but it's not like <laughs> it's affecting the teeth losing, unless they're, like, pulling teeth out of other kids' heads and
1: putting them under their pillow. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the tooth fairy thing, right, is just it just is. It's just yeah, supposed to be this right. pretty, like, you're taking the tooth, you leave something behind. I'm sure it didn't start out as money. Well, I think maybe because, like, maybe losing
0: your tooth is traumatic. I know my daughter had a really traumatic time losing her first one, so maybe it, like, it, it makes it into a nicer experience. I don't know. You're what? just lying to your kid. And it just feels <laughs> you just like, like
2: it. <laughs> it just, and the Easter Bunny, too. It yeah. just feels like incentive... You know, in so many families, it's not money. It's you're going to do well and you're going to have a career and you're going to be able to support yourself. And, you know, especially for kids um, in families with very high powered um, parents, you know, who, who have big careers, who maybe have a lot of money. And you say you work hard in school, you study, you can follow this track and you can be like dad or be like mom. Well, I wonder if Isn't that's, that incentive so too? So here's what I wonder. I wonder if
1: where paying for grades makes sense. Is not in those kinds of families, and mm-hmm. those families aren't doing it. It's in families you've got where the role getting there. through high school will be a really freaking big achievement because maybe you're the first one in your family to get through high school. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll maybe be the you're my friend was student. the first in her family to go to college. Um, and I, I whether she needed it or not, they felt like she did because it was that important for her to get through high school and get to college. So maybe that's where those families, like that's where it makes the most sense because you feel like nothing else is having that incentive mm-hmm. or you feel like that's the reward. But so one of the things that points out in this article said psychology research suggests paying students to do well in school can be counterproductive. It creates what is called extrinsic or external motivation which reduces their intrinsic or internal motivation. That what yeah. you don't want is for a kid to only be doing something because they're waiting for a monetary reward. Well, yeah,
2: because then they're going to go to work, you know, and their boss is going to say, here's your project, you know, you do it, it's due by Friday, and the kid's going to be sitting there going, well, what am I going to get if I get it done by Friday? I mean, it just sets up this kinds of reward experience that kids should be Able to internalize this is what I have to do, this is my incentive to do it, this is why I want to do it. And what if you have a kid who's just
1: really bad at a subject, like really can't yeah. do it or has learning disabilities or whatever it is, then are you going to say, like, we're paying you for grades, oh, you didn't get it? Or are you going to pay your kid for doing the best they can? Mm-hmm. Right? right. I mean, and how do you right. measure that then if everything's about grades and tests? How, you know, is it because your kid's up crying every night trying to get something done? I, I just, to me, it's such the wrong message. My kids' reward
0: is my beaming face, looking at their grades and saying, I'm so proud of you, or, you know, kind of frowning at it and going, Did you try your hardest? I really think you can do better than that. And then, like, the look on their face, I know that they get it, you know?
1: Can I tell you my family, not my kids, but when I was growing up, that my parents didn't even see my report card <laughs> when I got to high school. They just <laughs> assumed yeah. it was all good. Like, it really. With that assumed? Um, I don't think my parents saw any of my high school report cards. I, you know, my elementary school ones I did, but I, I brought them home. Mm-hmm. I probably forged their signature because <laughs> <laughs> no one was ever, like, I don't know, they probably weren't around by the time I left at 6.30 in the morning. No one was up, whatever. And I, they never saw it. They didn't know where I applied to college. Like, I just feel like there was an assumption that I would just get it you done. Just do it. And I would
0: do it. That's so funny because my older, my, my older child, Jake, is like that. Like, he just gets it done, and he kind of trained me, and Fiona doesn't. And, like, it was time to audition for middle school. It was, like, the day before, and she didn't know what she had to do for the audition. I was like, are you kidding me? I thought you were (laughs) practicing it for months, because that's what Jake did. So you do kind of have to shift (laughs) depending on the kid, and I didn't really... Get that until recently with my daughter when she finally got to a stage where she did have some responsibility for things and was not stepping up.
1: And I was like, oh crap. Well, now with all their grades online, I feel like, I guess it's apparent you don't have to look, but we get so many freaking reports from the school. Oh, I get the progress. Yeah, the progress reports are up, go check in, and the report card's up, check in. Like, you are constantly. See, I didn't have any updates. of that with
2: my son. You know, it was all you know. They brought, or, or at least even for me, I brought home a physical report card where it was really easy to change a B minus to a B plus. Oh, huh? hilarious! Because your parent right, handwritten. I mean, it was, it was handwritten, handwritten for God's sakes, so. And all you need is a line, and it becomes a B plus. And you know, my mom wasn't <laughs> going to sit there and add up, you know, and make the average right. and go, "Wait a minute, you should have gotten a B minus." It was so easy then. And even with my son, it was not computerized. And honestly, by the time he went to college, and of course, they all were computerized and they were available online, they wouldn't give them to me.
1: because Oh, you
2: weren't entitled to them. I, even though I was paying for college, (laughs) I was paying for college and he was over 18 and he had to give permission huh to share those grades with me, which outrages me to this day. I feel like if you're paying the bill, you get the <laughs> yeah, report card. Yeah, that is sort of a weird
1: message to send kids. Isn't that, that crazy? That they get their education paid for but don't but have to. But they don't to. have to be
2: held accountable or right. you know, give a progress update. Right. But yeah.
1: again, my parents also never knew what I got in college. And oh, college knew. Until, no. until I graduated. And I was like, uh, uh, you might want to come to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, you know, it is... I don't know. I I, could, I guess I can see why people do it if they feel like it's just a nice reward for their kid and it makes them feel good at the end of the semester to have these grades. I don't know what grades that makes sense in. I don't know if that makes sense in high school because I feel like high school you already have so many pressures on you mm-hmm. and I don't know in New York it's all freaking number to the mm-hmm. tenth of a or the hundredth of a decimal point. So it's so ridiculous like you got a 97.82 but you should have gotten a 98.68. I don't know. I would love to hear from people who do it and why they do it. Because I think once you do it, you, oh, you have to, you, keep you have doing to do this. it forever, right? I yeah. mean, Or maybe I could see maybe a big reward like the end of the school year, you did so well. We're going to go out to a fun dinner. Yeah. And, yeah. Go or get a frozen yogurt. We're going to go to Coney Island. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Something yeah. like that. But it does seem weird because it is one of those things you will not be able to stop. So think about yeah. that <laughs> before you start. But I did like this thing. I do like the idea that the kids took more time on a test because they thought yeah, there was a reward. To right. me, that's really Can't the interesting. reward just
2: be doing well?
1: I guess the stakes aren't high enough. Yeah, for the them. kids don't care. The kids right. don't if care. If the kid doesn't care, then this makes yeah. them care. Right, which makes you wonder should they really care? So, right, which gets back to his whole point of doing this, which was what is the point of this What's testing? the point of these if tests? If the kids right. could just do better if they took their time yeah. and were more careful about it. What are we trying to show? Well, that's
0: the problem, because especially in elementary school, there was so much talk about how stressed the kids were. So I would spend the entire few months leading up to the test telling my kids they don't matter.
1: Right. So what was I doing to their motivation? Right. I mean, we had that problem this year because my daughters are in eighth grade and their tests do not count for anything. And, um, you know, they were like, can we opt out? And I was like, No. <laughs> just I'm like, why? Take I'm like, why should you go sit in the auditorium for three hours? Just right. take the stupid test. So I was right. like, Who cares? I said, Do you really want to sit in the auditorium for three hours? Like, who cares? And they were like, Oh no, this one's opting out. I'm like, Oh, whatever. To me it just yeah. seemed even less important. I don't know. Yeah. So whatever. Let us know if you give your kids money for and grades or other words, and how much, how much? I'm What's dying to know rate how much. For an a?
0: Well, you know, there's that joke about the kid who convinces his, his parents to give him five dollars for an A, four for a B, three for a C, and he, and and you know, he's like, "Great, I just made
1: three bucks."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, but he'll be a good entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, there you go.
1: Or he needs to go back to math class. All right, <laughs> we will be right back with our second topic, which is camp. Everything camp.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech,
1: entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: All right, we are back. We're going to talk about camp. So let's disclose here. My daughters have been going to sleepaway camp. I think this is their sixth year. They, before that, went to day camp from ages 5 to... I like can't remember anything. Eight. For th- maybe three or four years, they went to a day camp that was outside the city. So they actually got on a big old bus on our corner and were taken on a 45-minute drive outside the city every day and then at like 8.30 in the morning, they came back at 4.30 to the same bus stop. Um, so they've been going to camp for a really long time, I, mean, I don't count the things they did before that. Because summer like, in
2: the city is just not it's, gross. Yeah. Kids. it's gross. Yeah, it's gross,
1: and just trying to fill yeah. all their days it's and hard. Was so hard. And my mother
2: sent us to camp because we grew up in the city. Yeah, yeah. I
0: really want. Even when they were just going to my kids started at day camp when they were each five. Also, although. There was no bus, so I did that freaking forty-five minute oh drive to the end of Brooklyn twice. Well, four times a day to drop them off, pick them up, and drop them. Off. So um, I wish I could have found one that I liked with a bus. Was this
2: before you were selfish, Mom? <sighs> no, because I just don't see you doing that. No, anymore. it was it's not there, I no. actually wow. remember because I remember
1: when we had our old podcast, you yep. having to figure out a pickup. I have to leave <laughs> the, at this
0: time yep. in order to get out to <laughs> wow. Bay Ridge in time to pick the Yeah. Um, Because, you know, if you want... There there are many closer camps in Brooklyn to me, but if you want one with all the space... You have to go out to the edge of Brooklyn. Bay Ridge, baby. Yeah, Bay, Bay Ridge, <laughs> or the other one was like at at Aviator. What's that giant field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd Bennett Field. Floyd Bennett Field. Yeah. Um, so, but then, but then, um, I used to go one in Seaview. But then this is their, I think it's their sixth year. Yeah, it's their sixth year for both of them going to overnight camp. They to sleepaway camp. They both started at the same time. They were six and nine. It was a little easier to 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 send a six year old to sleep away camp when her, no, I'm sorry, she was seven. She had like, just she turned, she had just turned seven because <laughs> she's a, she has a May birthday. So she had just turned seven. It was a little easier to send a seven-year-old to sleep away camp when her nine-year-old brother was there yes. with her. Um, My husband went at seven
1: for seven weeks, but he had two older sisters there. Yeah,
0: it, it, it just makes it easier. Um, but I know it's the sixth year because Fiona won't stop talking um, about what she gets. Her camp gives you yes. something each year they're there. Last year she got a jacket. This year she gets the sixth year blanket
2: oh
1: cool yeah my daughter is only a one year (laughs) (laughs)
2: left (laughs) what did your did your son go to camp my son did go to camp so (laughs) this is actually funny so of course i worked and i'm raising a kid in the city and wanted him to we lived in brooklyn and i wanted him to go to day camp when he was little he must have been five five or six years old and he you know some days he went to the neighbor's house because her granddaughter would come and he was playing in the pool one day, and he fell down her ladder and just, like, gashed Oof. open his face. You know, I came home. They called me, and he was all bloody, and he had this big scar, and he was, you know, just not happy. And it was hot, and it was summertime, but two days – and I, ha- I kept him home the next day. Of course, then I had to stay home. Two days later, they had their big trip to, like – what what's it called? Ride Playland? Fry, five Flags or Six you, Flags. Six yeah. flags. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they got an upgrade. Listen, back then flag. it was five. No. I was like, it man, we to just go to Ride Playland. Or some water park or something. And of course, me, I'm thinking, I've already paid for it. It'll be right. really fun. He's really going to like it. And so I'm telling him, you're going, you're going, you're going. I didn't listen. I put him on the bus to go. I take the subway all the way to the Upper West Side. I get down to my desk at ABC and I get a phone call. Matt's not feeling well. He'd like to oh. go home, and I have to turn around and come all the way back. And to this day, we seriously had this conversation about two months ago. He says, "What were you thinking? <laughs> right? What were you thinking?" I said, "He was I, so little. I thought you'd have a good time, oh. and it was paid for. <laughs> and And I can't take you." And he said to me, "I had this huge thing on my face." It hurt. Everyone was looking at me. I didn't want anyone to see me. What were you thinking? And so, of course, I feel miserable, which is why I'm telling all of you my (laughs) guilt story. And I've apologized to him several times. So that was my lesson. You know, listen to your kid. Crap happens. You got to go with the flow. After that, he did go to sleepaway camp, though.
0: But in your defense... If my children had, like, open head wounds and open chest wounds, they would still rather go on the amusement park trip. Yeah. So, like, I, I so. totally understand why you sent it Thank her. you. Totally. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> so so I'm going to just say – so I will say that whether your kid goes to day camp – I mean, it's obviously, day camp is different than sleepaway camp because they come home at the end of the day. But there are so many things when they give you that list oh. of what your kids need, right, that is – so not everything they need. The stationary. <laughs> oh, how about, so I'm going to go through the things you actually need that aren't on that stupid list. So for day camp, my daughters were, they were five. Okay, so first of all, they came home. They went to this campground upstate and they'd come home, I mean, just covered in this, like, clay dirt <laughs> I was so, they were so dirty at the end of the day because I think part of it was they'd go swimming and it was mm-hmm. pool it wasn't a lake and then they'd like get out and be wet uh, and then they would play like soccer you know what I mean everything <laughs> would stick to them yep. and <laughs> add I mean, in sunscreen and right. it's just right. a, and then oh you yeah so the sunscreen yeah, <laughs> and they would and uh, somehow there was always like a cherry ice involved during the day <laughs> at some point so cherries all over them like all over their face their sneakers were so dirty and they had to wear. So you should know you have to have closed toe shoes for your kids for the yes, summer yeah. for oh, camp. Yeah. Don't flip. No when sandals. I see kids in flip flops, I want to lose uh, my mind. Yeah. They will have an open wound toe split toenail in about three seconds or they will trip and fall in their stupid flip flops. So they have to be a closed toe, either sneaker or like Keens or whatever. Like water- yeah, just get those waterproof sandals yeah, that have closed toes. Waterproof is the best. Um, so that's number one. But. I had to throw out so many pairs of socks because the socks would get dark, dark brown. Yeah, just (laughs) Just buy black socks. So either buy black socks or just invest in a whole – like even now when I send them to camp now, I just go to Haines.com and I buy like packs Mm and packs and packs. 50-pack. Yeah, I buy so many white socks. The other thing they don't tell you, so when you go to sleepaway camp, it's group – Laundry, Mm -hmm. right? All the bunks, you have your laundry bag, all your laundry gets sent to the same place. And my daughter's camp, your bag doesn't come back individually with all your stuff in it. Really? It comes back, which I didn't know until the girls told me. It comes back sort of en masse. Oh, wow. And then it gets sorted. So that's why. Within the bunk. Within the bunk. So boy, you need your stuff labeled. You need name labels. You need name labels. So I love Mabel's labels, right? They really stay on, those tag Mm -hmm. mates. Um, But this year, A lot of the stuff doesn't have tags anymore. Yeah. You know, like a lot of underwear, a lot of t-shirts, they're all tagless now. I don't find that those tagmates ones stay on so well if there's no tag. Mm -hmm. So I can't even believe I'm doing this, but I iron on the stupid labels cuz the iron on ones stay on. Okay, you're crazy. I did that once.
0: <laughs> I will never do that again. I have a stamp fabric marker. I yeah, have ha-
1: a stamper. Uh, the stamper
0: is the best thing in the entire world. I have one for each ki- I have two for each kid, one in black and one in white cuz on dark clothes you need it to show yeah. up and it is the bed, and the kids do it. I don't even right, stamp it anymore. Stamp them. It's the best thing ever. We'll I'll put a link to the one that I have because I love it.
1: Yeah, stamping's great. But what do you do about socks? So for I me I stamp them. You stamp them I and stamp it I stamp the socks that were totally Works. Oh, okay. Oh. See, my stamp didn't work on the socks; they were like too thick.
2: No, so I remember my mother ironing on labels and sewing labels, and I just kept thinking, "I will never do this. I don't I care will if never those clothes don't them. come back." I'm
1: not <laughs> sewing. Well, I, not. Had have I had to visiting dad to replenish us. Okay, so here's the thing that I learned with my daughters going to camp: they need a mesh bag. Mm-hmm for all their socks. If they throw the socks in the mesh bag, and even their underwear, to be honest with you, because those things are small too, you throw those in the mesh bag, you put the mesh bag in your laundry bag, then you get your stuff back. If your socks are randomly in, they never come back. I had to replenish all the socks at visiting day last year. (laughs) So, and then I would say for day camp, the same thing, you have to label everything
0: Even things you camp don't camp. think will come That's off. What I'm they saying. Will yeah. off they will come off and disappear. A towel.
2: If you send a towel or the backpack, the sunblock. You have to send, send a, sunblock, a towel. Yeah. All that stuff. Every
1: that goes in a lunch box. If they're bring a lunch box, everything that goes in a lunchbox. The top to the thermos, the bottom to the thermos. The I'm serious. <laughs> if you send chapstick, label the top and the yes. bottom of the chapstick. Like no
2: joke. Everything goes This lost. is really I was cleaning out, you know, we're since we're moving and I'm starting to clean out closets and I found in the back of a closet a big tube of sunscreen and I thought, Oh cool, you know, I haven't uh. seen this in a while. I need it and then i saw that alongside it said you know matthew's table <laughs> going, okay like this is like expired sunscreen. i <laughs> think
1: it's time they to say throw one the sun. year for sunscreen that was that one really yeah. but i marked it the whole <laughs> tube <laughs> i label and then send your kid to camp with labels yes so that anything they get while they're at camp they can label I learned that from you when you you Mabel's labels through through you sent my kids labels at
0: camp and it was the oh. best thing ever because yes. of course I'm sending them stuff via
2: Amazon all summer and they had no way
0: no way to label okay it. Yeah. we have to
2: stop right there because that was the coolest tips you guys ever said we have to Amazon that if yes. your kid. Says, I need shampoo, or I need you. Don't go to the store and buy it and go to the post office no. and send it. You Amazon
1: it, you Amazon
2: it. So I've and gone, send it right to camp. I've yes.
1: gone one step
2: further now.
0: Um, now there's a bunch of stuff that I don't even pack with them, I just send it a couple I days send later. Everything.
1: Via, like, why pack them with all those toiletries and everything? I just send it, I send it all, yeah. and it comes shrink wrapped, you don't have to worry yeah. about opening. That's why they need labels, though, because then they have to label yeah. it all when they get there. But um, I also send the egg crate for their mattress. Me too. So, and I don't have them bring it home at the end of the year. Every, I leave that every thing there. single freaking year, my son brings
0: his home. Oh. Like you are <laughs> not putting that on your bed. It is disgusting. I'm happy to pay. It's like
1: what thirty bucks. Yeah, throw it out. Fresh one every year. Um, and books. So there are a couple of things. One of the things that I think is cool to do if your kids in a bunk with a bunch of kids, and obviously they are if they're at sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm is see if people although my daughters can do this themselves now but compare reading lists Mm. and because a lot of times the kids are coming with the same books and you could actually so share instead and be like i'm bringing to kill a mockingbird and blah 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 and i'm bringing but because it turns out like so many of these kids are reading the same books every summer and they love trading books because they all run out and So I would say if you can get some sort of group going that at least knows who's bringing what. And as your kids get older, they can do that themselves on a massive group camp chat, which is what my daughters have, which is crazy. That's
0: great.
1: Um, And then the other thing a mom started our camp was, so we have white shirts, green shorts. That's the uniform. But, of course, a lot of the girls also want the stuff with the camp logo on it, which is crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And they're going to outgrow it. So I made that mistake my first year because I was like, they need a Fernwood shirt. I didn't buy them everything that, but I bought them like one of each. And then (laughs) I'm like, I'll never buy anything white again with the logo on it. That's not worth it. Um, But a mom started a trade website. Oh, smart. So for the littler kids starting again, it's like, I have three green Fernwood sweatshirts. I have this and this and this. And you can just either... I'll, you know, pack it with your daughter or send it ahead of time. Or wow, the people who beforehand. sell this stuff must hate her. I know, but it's so <laughs> brilliant. I guess she had, brilliant. A, she had a son at a boys camp, and that's what they do. And it's because what else am I going to do with it? She's going to go to the Salvation Army. I'd rather go to a new little
0: girl. Yeah, because nobody at the Salvation Army wants, like, something labeled with this camp that they've never with heard of. With my daughter's
1: name yeah, on the tag. Right. So, here's, so that was my other thing is I feel so weird when I do all those clothes for like Goodwill or Salvation Army at the end of the year.
2: Because they all have labels. They all, I sit there and I cut the labels you, out well, because I think it's just weird. just a black Sharpie and
1: just. No, because the labels are like that. It's smooth, that shiny. Material. Yeah. Mm. So I cut them. I just cut them all. But because I think it's just weird for someone to have my daughter's full name yeah. in their clothes. My are stamped. Free- <laughs> they're stuck with that name.
0: <laughs> They've got Oztan on their ass forever.
1: I just. It's so weird. So here's the other things I sent extra. So first of all, the bug spray. And there, I'll put a link to it. There's a website that just rated all of the bug sprays, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. natural and not natural. And one of the natural ones did as well as the DEET. So it's like a cutter one. So mm-hmm. we'll put a link to that. Cause mm-hmm. I was, so I thought that was great. So I'm going to be sending that and the DEET one because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all about the DEET. I'm all about the DEET. Yeah. See, my daughters are above the um, tick line. They're oh. further north than the ticks. But that line moves every year because of climate change. <laughs> but they're still above the I tick line. I didn't know there was a so tick line. There is we a tick away line. We were this
2: weekend, and I got a call from my grown-up son down in Washington, D.C., who'd been camping. Hi, guys. <laughs> speak to Dad. Dad. You know, and I know something's going on. Tick. Ooh. Has a wiggly tick. You know, what am I supposed to do with this? Because all of a sudden, I hear Tweezer. my husband say, <laughs> find a match. You know, light the match, blow it out, and then touch it to the tick and try to get it to back out. And I'm going, nobody has matches. Right, and good God, <laughs> please don't let him. Because they were camping, I thought, oh, now he'll try to take a lighter to his leg. Oh my God! Luckily, there was a grown up with them, and a took tweezer. the took the take out with tweezers, and I told him to make sure to take a picture and make sure you can see its head and that it was intact. Right. But
1: you, you can know, save it too and take it to the doctor. Yeah,
2: and I guess you can. uh have to figure out where to send it to make sure that it's not a Lyme carrying. I think your tick. Doc- the doctor will do it. If We've you take been it back.
0: spending yeah. so much time in the woods lately,
2: and I have I've
0: gotten so terrified of ticks. It's ridiculous. You just have
1: to do it. It's not hard for you. It's hard for your husband. Like, it's just hard for people with a lot of hair. When you don't have a lot of hair, you can see them in two seconds. Okay. Um, That makes me feel better about me and one of my kids. But that's another thing. If your kid goes to day camp, do a tick check when they get home. Always do a tick check. I never thought to do um, that. And always put put lotion on bug bites or they will scratch them and Mm -hmm. they will turn into... What my daughter had in potato, oh, which <laughs> is also so. That's the other thing is, um, you know, obviously I think kid, people with allergies, but Mabel's labels and a lot of the label comes down make those allergy bracelets too, that an allergy tag, so that they, if your kid has an allergy, mm. whether it's bees or nuts or whatever, that's tagged. You can tag their lunchbox um, with that stuff. Camp towels. If your kid has to bring a camp t- towel to day camp. You've got to make it one of those microfiber, super light towels because they're little and they're carrying those big, heavy towels um, and get a bunch because you're not going to want to do laundry every day. Like just get a bunch so you can rotate them out. What was the other thing that my girls had that was like really good that I was like, oh, oh, and apply sunscreen before they leave the house. Don't wait for them to do it at camp.
2: Because they're not going to do it. They're not
1: going to do it or they use the spray and it's like maybe gets on them, maybe doesn't. They're going to inhale half of it. Put them on sunscreen when you're naked. Always sunscreen when you're naked because you don't know like they'll be in bathing suits. They'll be right. in. so like sunscreen all over. Let them get on the bus with sunscreen on, and then chances are they're going to reapply anyway after they swim. But sun and get your kids a rash guard if they're really in the sun all day, and you've got kids with not even that fair skin, especially in the beginning of the summer. Do a rash guard top instead of just a bathing suit. I did none of this stuff. How did my kids survive? <laughs> I don't know. I feel fair. She's so pale. <laughs> she tans up really easily though. She does. Yeah. So that's good. My daughter's tan. Um all right. So I think that's it for camp. Yeah. Anything then else? Send us your tips. And an ice pack. Always some kind of ice pack or do the frozen drink or the frozen or freeze yeah. the yogurt or whatever for their lunch box so right. their stuff stays cold. Um, I think that's it. And a water bottle. Buy a couple of those too. My daughter's oh, lost yeah. more water bottles. Lots of water mm-hmm. bottles. Yeah. All right, cool. Those are our tips. If you have tips, let us know. Good luck with your kids. <laughs> I've got a post
0: that I've been meaning to write for like right. three years now of fun stuff to send them while they're at, at camp. Yes. So I'm going to get that up before this this episode goes up. It's What's really it's fun is to
1: send them something they're not expecting and have it there when they arrive. Oh, that's nice. So that's do nice. that via Amazon. Yeah. Don't And also never, ever in your letters say how much you miss them. Like... They're gonna be homesick. Don't do it. Don't be like we miss you so much. And also, don't go on and on about the fun stuff you're doing. Without What's them. going on at home? Right. Exactly. <laughs> just give Before them gossip. the dog really misses you. you know, my daughter's yeah. like a lot of like trashy magazines. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't send them sad things all the time, telling them that. And um, oh, and print la- address labels. That was my other tip. Take all the people in your family, everyone you want your kids to write to. Just print out a bazillion address labels. If you get those stupid things in the mail, the fundraiser membership things with your address, you know those return ones, they <laughs> right. can Just use put those. Them on put them on there. Just pre-stamp them. So much better than having yeah. a like a address book with yeah. them that they'll never yeah. use. If they have a label, they'll use it. Maybe my well, daughter's writing no letters.
0: So. We we had to pre. We were supposed to send like a certain number of envelopes pre-addressed for my son when he started. He still has the same ones from oh, my the first year. We just send them every year. He never writes. My daughter still
1: have the stamps. Yeah. They have stamps. I mean, thank God I bought for, Buy forever stamps. Forever That's stamps. my other tip. <laughs> Don't buy the money stamps because it'll yeah. go up while they're at camp and they'll never use them. No, it won't
0: matter. He's never going to write to anybody.
1: All right. My daughter either. My daughter once sent us a blank letter and then told us it was invisible <laughs> ink. It was invisible <laughs> ink. I said, how am you supposed <laughs> to see it? It was literally blank. <sighs> All right. I'm gonna, we will be right back with our Bites of the Week.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and
1: more. Play it at play.it.
2: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: All right. We are back with our Bites of the Week.
0: Amy, are you first? I I can be first. So I shop online a lot, (laughs) a lot, a lot. And um, I love something that you recommended last year, I think it was, Rebecca, the Ebates Chrome extension yes. that it pops up if I there's an it. Ebates rebate. Um, but the one thing that I still had to do manually was search for coupons, oh. which takes forever. Not just the searching for them, but then you have to try them and they don't work and you try another one. It doesn't right. work. It takes 60% success rate. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, who are these people right. who are getting this to work? It takes so long. There is a Chrome extension called Honey that I've been using for Ooh. several weeks. And what it does is, and somebody checked it out, like there, it doesn't run in the background, it doesn't do weird stuff, it just pops up at checkout. It knows when you're at checkout. And what it does is it finds all of the coupons that could possibly be applied to your order. And then it runs through the ones like the ten or twelve that it thinks might are most likely to save you money, and like you see it like trying each right. one, and you just sit there. It oh, takes so
2: you don't have to copy and paste you, the code. No, and put it you down? don't do anything. You oh, sit there and watch I like it. This. it. Takes
0: like under a minute to try ten or twelve, and then it it. It applies the one that will save you the most money and says, There, we just saved you thirty dollars. It's like hmm. magic. So the Ebates
1: extension does that now. Are you, you just kidding had, me? if you click on that little E, you'll see a drop down of all the coupons and you can hit apply coupons no. and it'll go through wow. all of them. Are you kidding? How it'd be it interesting be... to see if they are different ones. But
0: I ha- how did the Ebates, Ebates thing not tell me that it does that? I
1: don't know. Because
0: I I have the Ebates thing running, I
1: know. see if it works for you. All but right, I'm I definitely gonna, have that. I'll compare the Ebates one the and the Honey one. Maybe it might maybe. be. I wonder if it's only exclusive coupons like through Ebates, whereas maybe Honey is scouring the internet. I think that it's got to be only Ebates
0: coupons. Honey is like
1: every site. All right, like cool. it just so you
0: don't have to go to Retail in- Me
2: Not Coupon
0: exactly. Cabin. Exactly. That those are so annoying.
1: Yep. No,
2: this is great. Cool. All right. I'm gonna try it. And so yeah. I have a new gadget I'm playing with. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Uh, so the other day my husband and I were driving and I had to text someone and I picked up my phone forgetting my husband was in the car with me (laughs) (laughs) and I you know I hit my Siri and I started and he's like what are you doing (laughs) you need to pull over and I'm going oh my god I'm busted uh, and he's right. I mean, there's just no reason for me to be texting. Even if I'm using Siri, it's not safe. Yeah. It's not a cool thing. Studies have shown that the hands don't matter. It's yeah. the, attention. It's the yeah. attention. Stop it, Andrea. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. It's like driving Stop. drunk. So right then, uh, Logitech, now called Logi, L-O-G-I. Oh, I did not know that. Um, they changed their name? They changed their name uh, last year, I think, for branding. It's now called huh. Logi. Okay. Uh, with a very hip uh, logo. Logi Logi logo. Uh, this is the zero-touch air vent, and so it's kind of cool because it basically takes that hand, takes that Siri thing that I was doing or Google Now, um, and makes it hands-free. So this thing that I'm showing you that we'll put a picture on is connects to the air vent in your car. Mm-hmm. It's a little round egg-sized. Oh, round I have a story thing. about this. And then you connect <laughs> it to the back of the phone. It only works with Android right now. Mm-hmm. I have an Android phone with me, and as soon as you connect it. A, it holds the phone as a mount, and B, it opens up the app. It automatically pairs, so that makes it really super easy. And then what it does is it just lets you do everything by voice. You can say, text my husband. and What do you want to say? So I could say, I'm on my way home. And then it will read, you know, text from Dick. Do you want to hear it? And I could say yes or no. If I'm driving and and trying to concentrate, I could say cancel. You can physically wave your hand over it to turn it off like, shut up, stop talking. (laughs) Uh, But you never have to touch it and you never really have to look at it. You're just talking. Um, If my husband said back to me, where are you? Or if I had a flat tire, which I've had and tried to explain, you can send somebody in a text your exact location. It'll show up on a map. Cool. So I kind of like that. It's more of a, a virtual assistant in the car, and I know I shouldn't be taking my attention away anyway. But the fact of the matter is sometimes you have an emergency or sometimes you just need to say, I'm running late. Here's where I am. And this uh, zero-touch air vent will do it for you. Okay, so we had not this one, but we had a different air vent
1: holder. And here's the problem with it. The air conditioning blew on my phone the whole time and it was so cold oh. that it shut my phone down. No
2: kidding. My phone, <laughs> all of a
1: sudden, I'm like, why am at 10% battery? because you know the phones don't like oh. cold so the air conditioning <laughs> there's no way to I'll have shut. to test that. Do you have to test that so like so in the winter that. you have heat blowing yes. on your phone and in the summer you have air conditioning blowing on phone. So this your comes phone. either
2: the air vent or a dash mount. Okay, I would need the dash mount So I didn't that didn't occur to me. So the air vent is less expensive and I, I like I can't tell to go you how expensive. cold
1: my phone was. Yeah. I, it was like being outside in, you know, That's a good 30, question. You know cuz your phone don't does your phone does not happen to you guys where your phone shuts down when it's really cold. Well mine shut down yesterday outside. When yeah. it was really yes. hot, so yeah.
2: <laughs> that's um, basically so now we have air. to try the dash, it had the dash free, one. Yeah, freezing cold air. Usually, out I of really
0: it. like your tech recommendations. This is like cool tech that I don't think people should use. <laughs> right. Well,
2: you know, I'm going to agree with you. I don't think you should use it, but I know that people do use it. Right, and yeah. I'm to their point. If people are going to be texting or trying to, you know, change the the radio station you can just use your voice and say play music that it's, it would be very handy it's for a us. way yeah you can use your voice to say play music and any number right of my husband wanted to take a note
1: while we were driving the other day and he like couldn't get it yeah and it couldn't get the thing i mean it was just a nightmare
2: mm. so if you're gonna do these things anyway it's a little bit of a less distracted way to do it right. but i
1: agree with you i need to stop texting stop texting stop. turn off <laughs> 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 all right so um my bite of the week is pretty hyper local But we went for one day to one of our favorite places, which is the Storm King Art Center. Oh, I love that place. So um, I think my husband and I first went there. It was definitely before kids. So I want to say 17 years ago. Um, It is acres and acres and acres and acres of natural, I, I think it's a... Park. I think it's a state park, or it's attached to the state park, the Storm King Art Center. It's next to like Bear Mountain, and mm-hmm. it's right near West Point. And it's sculptures. It's ma- It's but it's not a sculpture garden. It's like Sculpture Planet. It's like you landed <laughs> on Sculpture Planet. <laughs> so it's like sculptures in their natural habitat. So it's sculptures that are ten stories high, you know, wow. twelve stories high. Wow. Metal. So it's calders and suveras, like these massive outdoors, they, all outdoors. It is so spectacular because, and it's, you know, acres and acres. Maya Lynn has an entire installation that is waves, but it's grass. I can't, it's so hard I to explain. I've never heard of this place. Oh, my God. You have to go. I mean, it's, it's is it,
2: uh, life-changing. Is it a cost to get in? Yeah.
1: So it's like 15 bucks for an adult yeah. and $8 for a kid that's 5 to 18 or a student. Um But, and you can picnic there, like, you can bring food, so you you probably should because it's just a dinky cafe, but you can eat at the picnic tables, and then you can either walk the whole thing, and there's paths, or you can walk on the grasses. Mm -hmm. Um, What's so incredible is you start at the, and it's in the mountains, so you're starting at the top of this mountain, you go down, your perspective on Mm. everything just keeps shifting as you get closer to the sculptures, as you move around. So what looks like one thing when you get there is totally different. It's so amazing. Um, And it's funny because we've never been there in the winter, but I bet it's pretty spectacular in the winter if there's Hmm. some snow. And then there's also a trolley. So if you're not able to do the huge amount of walking, which it is, there's actually a trolley that runs around it. But you can pretty much Hmm. see all the sculptures if it's just running around the rim. Um, I don't recommend going on a super hot day, which is when (laughs) we went. (laughs) Or get there at 10 when it opens. But it's one of those things that, and especially if you have little kids, like it's an amazing they way run. they can run yeah. and who cares, yeah. and they're supposed to, and you can touch them and climb. On. It's not like do not touch the sculptures, like touch them, climb, you know, do everything. It's I it can't tell you how spectacular it is. Um, so I we went just this weekend again
2: about um, West Point having a concert series on Saturday nights, outdoor free concerts that you can go and sit on the grass. So that would actually be a really fun thing to combine and do that during the day. Totally. And Hmm. then go to West Point and go to the concert. It's
1: so beautiful and you forget, I mean it's just an hour and 20 minutes outside the city. It's like weird. And honestly, the drive up there, if you're coming from New York City, is so beautiful because it's the Palisades the whole mm-hmm. way. So like the, everything about it's beautiful. It's not like you're on some crappy highway and then you get there. Right. You get to like, see the water the whole way up. Yeah, it's so spectacular, but I, I can't recommend it enough. It's an amazing day. Don't go when it's super hot because it, there's no shade. Like it is sun, 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 sun. Is
2: it because you're on a mountain, is it breezy or just hot?
1: It was not this yeah. weekend.
2: <laughs> so on your Option. way to
1: driving your kids to their sleepaway camp, yes. stop Sleep by there. In go yeah. to Storm King or go after you drop them off but my kids love it because there's something very it's like you're hiking through Sculpture Garden that's Neat. kind of what that's it is fun. so I highly recommend Storm King um, that is it thank you ladies was great to see you i will not be here next week but you will have someone great filling in for me in some way for in we, the, by phone or totally on top of on finding. <laughs> uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash parenting we'll have links to everything we talked about of course on our website parenting on twitter hashtag parenting you can hashtag us how you pay your children for grades we always <laughs> want to hear about that or camp tricks you have um, on iTunes, of course, Parenting Bites, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. And on Play.it, where you can find Parenting Bytes and all the CBS podcasts. I won't see you guys next week. See you oh, in two weeks. Nice. See you in two weeks. And uh, everyone tune in next week to hear Amy and Andrea and their mystery guests <laughs> talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Bye.